Good morning, good morning. As I was meditating throughout the night, due to the encounters I was having throughout the night, has brought me to the words to say that I am so grateful that there is nothing higher than our God and no one. Because when you begin to see the enemy and how much he actually stands there to observe your life, to see what area can he attack, is very serious. Like God begins, as he increases our vision, he also allows you to see what the enemy is also doing on his end. And Satan is very disturbed that we are still here. He do not want us to release the greater works. Because once the greater, the greater works be released, it would gain more people and more people to follow after God. That is the purpose. And he cannot stand that. And as I begin to sit up throughout the night, I was like, it don't make no sense to me. How you could be created from God. Created by the hands of God. Who is love? For you to decide to create hatred and envy and jealousy and self-glorification in the kingdom? You're so angry that you cannot go back that you try to keep us away. Like what? I had to find myself saying to Satan, who does that? Like who does what you do? Who thinks like that? Who acts like that? You the person who started hatred, evil, and you're from the kingdom. Come on. Come on. And this is the gospel that we have to preach. There have to be some preaching. Some proclaiming. Because of you. But God always knew, always had another plan, always had us in mind, always win, victorious in all that we do, whether we are aware of it or not, whether we look like it or not, we are. We are a chosen generation. We are a city on a hill that cannot be hid. We are the light of this world. We are children of the most high God. We are favored. We are chosen. We are blessed. We are adopted back into the kingdom. We are seated in heavenly places. We are favored. Have been graced. By the spirit of God. Satan, Satan showed himself in my dream more than he ever have before. And that was God showing me that it's nothing Satan could do to cause himself not to be exposed until my eyes. Because I have been given eyes to see. And sometimes in the past when God gave me dreams and visions of Satan and demonic forces, even the pit where he resides currently, I didn't know how to take that. It was too much for me. Face to face with Satan, face to face with hatred and evil, and all you feel is fear in his presence. That's bouncing off of him being in your presence. But if you open yourself up and, be, and become entangled, it will also reside in you. 
That's why you have to stay guarded and do not be afraid of sudden fear. But last night I was like, what in the world? You know what it's looked like to see someone who has no light in them? No light in him. Nothing but straight up evil. Anger, evil, jealousy, envy, everything to the highest level of a capacity of evil. Because it originates from him. The same way God is love, Satan is hate. The father of hate, the father of lies. And all I see is his dark eyes. Many people I know, God, cannot receive that vision. Trust me, it will blow your mind. But God is just, didn't just give me this higher level last night. It took some preparation, some elevation throughout my entire life. And it started when I was young. So I got used to it and then used to seeing it. And then used to seeing it to be able to understand it. Then more became, and then it became more and more and more. It grew. The vision always grows. And he was just standing there in front of me. Searching my life. Angry that I'm still here. And I don't know about you, but that gets that that caused me to feel some kind of way. I can't even explain this morning. Because I know we spend most of our time reading the word of God. Knowing God. But when you sit back and meditate, how this all started? How did hatred start it? Why we have to stay girded? Why we have to remain? Looking at an enemy? Knowing that he's trying to kill us, to destroy us. Knowing that there is an enemy. God, that just they just get my heart feeling some kind of way. That Satan do what he does. That don't make no sense to me. Being a young girl. At 10 years old. And all I knew at the time was. When someone is angry at someone. You try to. Make the situation better. Even by telling an adult. And they try to help you guys rekindle. Or whatever. Make the situation better. And that's what I try to do as a young girl. When I heard about the story of God. And what happened between him and Satan. So I used to try to sit them both down. As a little girl. And try to get things out in the open. That's what I was taught. And I was like, God, hear him out. And on Satan's end, all I can remember is him saying, yes, hear me out. Yes, keep talking to him. Talk to him. He may listen to you. Talk to him about letting me get back in the kingdom. And I had no idea of the entire testimony of what happened. All I know is I see these two were together and now they're apart because of something that took place. And every time I had this conversation as a young girl with God, God never said a word. Never. And I was like, God, he said he's sorry. Can you give him another chance? God knew I had no idea. I wasn't even aware of what I was saying. I was too young to even understand. On God level of understanding on what actually took place. And then Satan gave me a dream when I was in my early 20s. And I had another eye to eye encounter with him. And I said, why did you do what you did? Like, come on, dude. Why would you do that? You... What? Who does what you did? Why did you even think about doing that? And he answered me and said, Because God used me. He overworked me out of every archangel. 
He had me do all of his work. He took advantage of me. And I was like, what? I was like, I know God didn't do that. I still didn't know too much of what took place at the time. See, we know the Bible front and back. How Satan got kicked out and all of that. But when he began to say words that's not in the Bible, because there are things that's not that wasn't able to be written because there's so much information. As of Jesus doing more miracles that we we have don't even can't even imagine. It just haven't been written in the Bible, but it has been written. I hope you understand that. So much more to say. So many encounters that wasn't able. It was so much information. So they put what they had to get us to where we are. Basic information. Gave us the basics, basically. So I felt as though Satan was giving me basic information on what was not in the basic information. And I was like, God, I know you didn't do that to that man. I had no idea. I was like, what? That's why Satan did what he did? And make a long story short, somebody I, re- I you know, gave the information to, they was like, don't you listen to him. He is so sneaky. He is such a liar. How dumb does that sound? And I was like, okay. <laughs> My bad. I'm just going to what he told me. Don't believe him. He's such a liar. And I ran to Satan. I couldn't believe that day. I ran. I said, you lying snake in the grass. How can you lie and try to deceive me like that? And God still never said a word. Now, Jesus, Jesus. It's clearly understood as to why God never said anything. He don't have to debate with what he written, with his word that he put above himself. He don't operate in offense. Same as us. If someone tried to offend you or disrespect you or say something out the way to you, you don't have to say anything. God's word backs him up. Jesus, that's why he put it above himself. And that was like, Satan, come here. Such a liar. You are such a liar. And then last night, his voice even have, I never heard a sound like I heard, my God. He don't even have a normal voice tone. I'm trying to tell you. I couldn't just go back to sleep after that. I had to sit up a little bit, put some music on, and change the atmosphere. Because I was, I was too blown away by what I saw. Eyes had no light in them. Eyes are completely black. Face is completely filled with darkness. To see the transfiguration between you being one of the best creators created archangels to now looking, oh my God, a mess, (laughs) AKA a mess. And it's like, I never grew up angry about, I never grew up being angry with Satan. I never grew up with them people that's just like, get out of my face, shut up or punching the walls at him and things like that. I grew up pitying this man. Like what in the world? Who does that? Every time we say who does that, that should be aimed at him. Who does that should be created for him. Because who does that? Nobody but you. And he was just standing over me. Everything that God was confirming that already been stamped, that I already received in my life, he was standing there angry about it. I felt his anger towards me. I felt this as envy towards me, and I also felt this fear towards me. And he didn't show up just to tell me about the past. He showed up because he's angry about my future. 
And I was like, wow, you hate our future that much that you're trying to find ways to cause us not to partake in what's taking place in our future? Because you don't want us to receive the more and become even closer? Because the more God reveals who he is, the more God reveals who you are? You don't want to be exposed? Is that what it is? Because you already exposed. But now God is releasing more. Now we're able to see more of how you think, how you act, how you show up, how you attack. See, you don't want your plan to be exposed. So you keep us from growing and from knowing, receiving, and believing. So you can't be exposed because you want to continue to lie. My God. Man, this man is something else. I'm trying to tell you. I'm what? Like seriously, dude. See, he knows my giftings. He knows my anointing. He knows that I am uniquely made. And he knows why I'm uniquely made. He knows things that I don't know yet. And trying to keep me from them. But no, I won't be kept from them because I'm too hungry for it. Jesus. Do that mean he's not going to stop searching? Of course not. Do that mean I'm going to continue to stand? Of course it does. Even stronger. Because the more your plan gets exposed unto me, the more stronger I become to make sure I don't fall under your plan. That's why you don't want me to know. Jesus. He is so angry at my future. And I said to God, I said, God, my life is not an easy life to live. And I don't want no one to feel like they don't want to be a part of my life because they are afraid of my level of power. Because when you're walking with God, the more you receive God, the more in, the enemy comes and try to kill us and destroy what God is putting in you. And some people don't feel like going through a spiritual battle. So they don't even want to come close to you because they don't feel like no war. But not even knowing the war already been won, you just got to keep using your faith. Keep stirring yourself up on knowing the information that you know. Keep, relieve, keep receiving and keep believing. And some people don't, some people don't want to put up with that. I have people leave me because of it. I'm not talking about relationships, I'm talking about friendships. I can't take this anymore, Q. We've been attacked too much because we know too much. So what that means, you want to stop knowing? That means you want to stop growing. You want to stay where you are? When there's more to God who you serve? No way. No way. So it started out with so many people that could be around us. Think about all the people that were around you. And now look where you are now. How many have left? How many God has taken away? Has stripped away from you? Because of their lack of faith and your level of hunger towards him. How hungry are you? God. You know what that looked like? To have the heart of determination to know more and much more. In spite of what's been exposed, you still want to know more. Some people say, that's enough for me. I'll stop right here. No. More, God. No matter what it looked like around me, I'm still saying more. No matter what obstacles come my way, more. No matter who likes me or not more. No matter what strongholds come near, I'm declaring more. No matter how, how difficult it seems, more. Or how challenging it becomes, more. Or what's been exposed, more. Or who I have beside me, I still want more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want all. 
all of who all of who God is, all of who God is in the earth as it is in the kingdom. There's never an end to God. That's where my hunger goes. That's where my thirst go after. The Spirit of God. And I was crying to God. I said, I'm so sorry this had to happen. God said, don't think for a second I didn't know it was going to happen. I understand that, God, but I still feel like you don't deserve that. As a creator alone, you don't deserve that from a creation. And I begin to apologize on all of our behalf for the things we have done, the things we have said, the things that we did not do as a whole creation. God, forgive us for we know not what we do. But we take this stand today to get to know what to do by simply knowing you more, more. You know what that, that walk looks like? All these dots being thrown at you. Some may have hit you. You may have, uh, you know, dodged a couple, but you still, you take the dot out and you continue to walk further saying more. You may be stumbling, but you say more. You may be in a storm, but you're saying more. Mountains got to be com- commanded to be come down, crumble down, and you're still declaring more. The devil try to give you his very best. By throwing all these obstacles our way And we still standing That's saying more Blessed are you Blessed are you Who still continue to hunger and thirst After God's righteousness Blessed are you Who do not give up your na- Who do not give up on your neighbor who have given up on God. Blessed are you. I just wanted to share with you this morning. To continue to stand and remain. And while you're receiving all the good things. The miracles. and Expressing these, these encounters from God. Remember. Wow. God just showed me an eye. And this eye is in my face, literally, and it's looking around. My God, I can't even tell what kind of eye is it. Like, you know, you see an eagle's eye on, because it's too close for me to to see who eye it is. But what God has shown me, the purpose of the picture, the vision, is the eye, meaning that how close his eyes are upon Jesus. My God, my God, my my God, my God. Let me explain. No matter what the enemy do, Jesus, the enemy may be watching your life, seeking what to do in your life, seeking ways to destroy your life, causing you to not want to walk with God or give up on God or give up on yourself. But God said, my eyes are much more closer. For my eyes are much more stronger. I am the eye, the created eyes of all eyes. And my eyes are upon you. Don't ever forget that. Many people stop walking because they become afraid. Not even aware of God's eyes, God's presence, God's protection is so much more. That's like saying you putting Satan above God when you quit. God is so much more of everything. He's the highest. Of all. He kept giving me the symbol of Omega. The Omega symbol. I'm the end. Don't forget that. The end. See, he didn't show me the beginning. He showed me the symbol of the end. That means I'm in control over your end. I already have your end in my hands, which actually never ends. I have it in my hand. Your destiny is in my hand. Your purpose is in my hand. 
Your entire life is in my hand. Everything you will ever do or accomplish is in my hand. That's why I'm showing you that eye this morning. Because I want you to know I am watching much more closely to my glory that's manifesting in and through your life. So I want you to begin to also watch. Watch more closely. And what I'm bringing to pass in your life, even this day. Let me show you what it's like when you stand on my word. Are you ready to be a partaker of the more than enough? Jesus. Yes, I am. <laughs> Are you ready to grab hold of what you can't even grab? It's too much for you to even grab, but still become a partaker of what you're grabbing? Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Eyes haven't seen, nor ears have heard, nor even entered into the heart when I prepare for those who love me. Are you ready for that? Yes. Everything, yes. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Jesus. You got to know, God says, whenever Satan shows up like that, exposed like that, that means that he's trying to stop you because something God is about to do on your behalf and he don't want to see it come to pass. But by you being hungry for it, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. I had some people that I God used me to bless and inspire. And some people you got to continue continue to sow the same word into their life. Some people over and over again. And God taught me everything I need to know to be where I am today. Regarding his people, his children. We have to be more patient with God's children because everybody doesn't have the level of faith you have. And I had to learn that. I really had to learn that. See, I'm blast off. And some people, you know, on different levels. They don't mean I'm greater or better or favorite nothing. Because that's indeed a lie. It just determines your level of hunger to what be exposed unto you. And also according to your anointing. Because some of us are born to know. Just, just You don't have to learn to know. It's just already within you. And a lot of things I already had within me, honestly. <laughs> Didn't have to go to school for a lot of things that I do know. Hallelujah. But had to experience a lot of things as if I was in school. Because God is actually my teacher. Jesus. My professor. Jesus. I'm trying to take the elevation from a teacher to a professor. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That is definitely Jesus. That's a walk. That's growth. He taught me on every level of education I needed to know on the levels that I was on. Same as you. All the way from nursery. Introducing to you who you are. On your level of understand, understanding as a child. And then you graduate to knowing more, hearing more, understanding more. Then the more God become a teacher and releasing a level of information unto you. Hallelujah. God said no one gets their degree until they get home. So right now you're in the kingdom university. Hallelujah. And it's called as it is. <laughs> in the kingdom. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. University. Jesus. He has so many names that can describe his university. But I was like, God, Jesus. I just want you guys to enjoy your walk. Don't become too busy where you can't enjoy being a child of God in the earth. Every resource you will ever need is already presented before you. Jesus. A lot of people have left because they couldn't go, they didn't want to go any further with God. I done heard all kinds of things being said by way. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Say, get this point across. I was talking about how we have to sometimes continue to say the same things and repeat ourselves to people concerning God's word because. Everyone's level is different. Everyone's level of faith is different. But everyone was dealt the measure of faith. But everyone's measurement is different. It's all about your level of hunger and believing unto your God. 
And when it comes to the area of healing, a lot of people faith fall and begin to stumble because they're beginning to believe in what they're currently seeing. See, they're not seeing the finished work. They're not seeing that they're already healed. They keep seeing and their focus is on the attack. And we got to keep reminding them, no, you are healed. And then some people that I even minister to who walk side by side with me and they say they were called to do that. Faith begin to also fall in areas. And they begin to accept with the world through their way. And a lot of times we always say, I'm going to tell them not to do this or say that. But the thing is, you have to do what God want you to do, how he want you to do it. Because sometimes we just throw the word back at them, what, we, what God used us to teach and release unto them. And if they're not walking that word, sometimes we come to them sharp. But our words shouldn't be sharp at, towards them. It should be towards the enemy that's attacking them. Hallelujah. Because that could cause them to fall and turn away from the love of God. Because they're not receiving any from the God in you. Hallelujah. And I said, God, how do you want me to talk to this person? Because this person could be mm -hmm. very <clears throat> defensive. And there are a lot of people out there that are very defensive when it comes to you releasing God's words. I know, yes, I know. I'm, I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. I know, by strikes I'm healed. But you're still claiming that disease. You're saying one thing, but you believe in another thing that's called double-minded. And you're not even aware that you're doing that. So I go to God about everything. God, how do you want to talk to this person? And he would answer, like he just asked me just now talking to you. He said, just wrap your arms around this person. Love the lies off of them. Hug the lies off of them. Once this person receives that hug that I'm releasing to you to bring unto them, it will be broken. And when he means broken, they will begin to faith, have faith again. Their faith has fallen. Because they're looking at the distraction instead of the outcome. Hallelujah. And I was determined to tell God and have God know as far as my walk, there is no way I'm going to stop believing in any way, shape, or form no matter what comes my way. I'm going to continue to stand and I want you to see me continuing to stand for you. That's how hungry I am and desperate I am for you in your ways of knowing who I am in you. I want you to know that was my cry as a child. I mean, literally from five when I was, God was revealing himself more and more. He never talked as much as when I was four. I know the conversation started a lot when I was five. And from five to now, I always had this hunger God, you did not give your son for nothing. I always had that. And I will always come back into my prayer session in my room and be like, look at me. Not for nothing. I always remind God, not for nothing. <laughs> not for nothing. No. I want you to see what happens when we come partakers of the finished work. Here is my, Jesus. Here is my believing to what you have done. Here's my receiving to what you are still doing. Jesus. I mean 12, 13, 11, 10. Saying this and still saying it today. Might have stumbled. Of course I had. But look at me today. <laughs> look at you today. Look where you are. God said I want you guys to see what the enemy is doing. I want to expose his plan and his attacks so you can know what to do before they come. You are already equipped. I'm trying to prepare you into knowing who you really are and what you really able to do due to my son's blood over your life. You're covered. I want you to see what happens ahead of time. To remind Satan that he lose. He lost. He always lose. It's a constant life of losing. 
Hallelujah. By keeping us girded. And keeping his plan exposed unto us. And when I seen last night. How Satan just standing there. So desperately. Wanting us to fall. How can you want someone to go through. My God dude. Dude. Oh, oh man what. God. And God said, I didn't, I don't, I don't expose Satan for us to be troubled by what he's doing. Or for you to walk away because you, you don't feel some kind of way or scared or whatever. A lot of us spend too much time focusing on the attacks and not seeing the victory. Jesus. Focus on the victory. And that's how you stand throughout every attack. See yourself already victorious. For you already are. In all things. <laughs> the devil is a liar. My God. You know what's. I don't know what happened in my sleep last night. It's like I clearly can hear Satan's plan. I clearly can see Satan's plan. And God is still talking to me. To you. Jesus. And God says more to this. My God. My God. Jesus. Are you still willing to stand. With all the information that I provided unto you. Of course I am God. Now that you can see a higher level of evil forces. That are set up to be against you. Concerning those who you love. As well as yourself. And your future. Are you still willing to stand with me? Yes God. Are you afraid? No God. Who are you? A child of God. Are you confident? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Are you prepared? Yes. Are you equipped? Yes. Are you guarded? Yes. Are you focused? Yes. Are you watching? Yes. Are you shining? Yes. 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 Jesus. Yes. God say, oh, right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 God is so amazing. Yes. Oh my God. By me saying yes like that, more level of his love is, oh my God, it's gold. Your glory is gold. Jesus. It's like a, a liquid gold. Oh my God. It's goosey from God into me. My God. Yes. 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 Jesus. Jesus. I wish somebody was in here. I want you to see this. Matter of fact, you see this. I declare it over you. See it now. Jesus. So excited. So turned up. So hyped right now. My God. My God. My, my God. Yes. Yes. This happens every time I say yes. Good. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. I say yes in three different languages. My God. My God. My God. My God, that's why Satan showed up last night. He was afraid of this right here. Yes. Look at me, Satan. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Neshu. Away with. Continue to watch me stand where you should have also, who you should also been standing with. Shame on you. For leaving your creator. Why to be hiding your creator? Shame on you. I don't care if you're running away. Shame on you. To get kicked out of the kingdom. Who does that? You. Only you. Shame on you, man. Jesus. My God. Does, man. I'm trying to tell you. Who does that, dude? My God. Woo. God, your glory is thick. I had all these visions of your glory, but this this is a different, different dimension of it. A, a higher capacity of it. 
is thick gold, shining, shimmering gold, liquid gold. And it's pouring unto me. Pour, Lord, you already know. Pour out. Drip. Man. Hallelujah. Oh, oh my gosh. Jesus. My God, Lord. You showing off today. Show off, God. You show off. Show up and show out, you mighty God. You, Jesus. My God. My God. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. My God. God is showing me children. And I mean my kids. I don't see how many. I just see it's more than two. And they're sitting down. Like in this class. Jesus. Oh my God, Lord, you're doing too much right now. I was just explaining how God teaches us from the ages that we are. And he's the teacher to release the level of knowledge according to our understanding. And here's my kids in school. He's showing me, which means they also, which means his word comes to pass as of me and my house. Jesus. Jesus. And that goes for everyone in my house. And I just see these kids just sitting there in this classroom with all of this gold dust just, just uh, all around the atmosphere. My kids eager to learn. Learn about my God. When he say your children's children will be blessed, he begin to show you your children's blessings. My God. God knows I love children. Been around children my entire life. Have worked with children half of my life. Out of 20,000 top 10 teacher in my region. First one to receive that prestigious award. And the only woman I made history. That's why in that award of excellence picture, I was cheesing so hard. Because I made history in my region as a teacher in early childhood. And I was just like, God, that was a, 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 that region, let me just share with you, North Capital area, you know, where, you know, that Eastern, some of you don't know that area, but just in the region. <laughs> and there was a region to consider to be the worst region in the area of educating, early education. And God has called me out of me, out of where I was currently at, at the time. Year 2004, and had me go to this location, and God began to build and teach, and I began to learn because I didn't have any patience. And I said, How are you going to bring me to a place that you have to be patient to be a part of? I don't even have that. He had me work with kids to learn patience. Jesus, you're supposed to have patience before you work with kids, but I learned patience working. Matter of fact, they taught me patience. Jesus. I learned from the kids who weren't even able to talk yet. Jesus. Because I had times, y'all, I was like, somebody better get these babies and try to tell you somebody better come and get them. Somebody better come and get these kids. And everybody will always put the ones they don't want on me. No. Get. Some kids just cry. I said, you know what? Y'all better get them. Y'all, I done sung. I done danced. I done did everything to amuse these crybabies who spoiled. Y'all better get them. I was like, God, you better get me out of here. I don't know why you have me in here. I don't want to do this. And I would let it be known every time somebody says, is this your passion? No. <laughs> Before they ask, is this no? Is no. <laughs> so if they come to me, no. <laughs> I ain't even asked yet. So, no. <laughs> Clearly see, no. I want you to know this is not my passion. No. They was like, but then when I begin to grow, and they was like, you're so good at this. Okay. Is this your passion now? No. <laughs> The answer remains no. Hallelujah. But that's not what God was saying. You are an early childhood educator. And I mean that in a spiritual realm. But I have to bring it to the spirit. I mean, 
I mean that in the spiritual realm, but I have to take you to a natural place to get a natural understanding and get some natural education and strength and growth because what I'm about to prepare you to do in the spiritual realm consists you to do these things. Jesus, I hope you understand that. I have called you to be a nurturer, a mother. That's what you're doing here. You're mothering. You're nurturing. Kids, you're teaching them in the way they should go. Naturally. Now that you did this for 15 years naturally, now you are fully prepared to do it spiritually. Not even knowing I'm sitting here feeding. Spiritually feeding while I'm learning. Eating and eating and feeding. Eating and feeding. Eating what I feed. Jesus. I mean, feeding what I eat. Did I begin to love it? They still say, is it a passion? No, not. It's still not. But I love it. I love the kids and the parents. Oh, my gosh. I learned so many cultures. I had a child from just about every country, every every continent, definitely every continent, just about every country in the world. I had kids from Ukraine, uh, Africa, uh, the Caribbean. I had kids from uh, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, you from where? How do you say that again? And I learned the language from some people. I learned the, definitely learned every culture. And God was preparing me for going out, mothering different people around the world in different cultures to travel. Do you know when you're walking in love that is preaching the gospel? Preaching don't just mean just go out and just giving a word and carrying a Bible. No, it's releasing God's love through his word. His message is to be demonstrated. Hallelujah. Sometimes you don't have to say a word. It's just demonstrated. And now I love kids and they love me back. <laughs> and some person was like, do you still want them? I was like, uh, I like to see them. And they always just put their kids on me. I'm trying to tell y'all. And the parents I had were vice presidents. And all, I had one parent was like, I, need, I want you to become my assistant. And I felt some kind of way about that. I, somebody was like, they, they was, she's a congresswoman. And they was like, you better take that. I even had a vice president wanted me to be their assistant. And they was like, girl, you better take that promotion. I was like, no. It's not what God wants. And it's definitely not what I want. Hallelujah. I'm not doing no one's errands. I didn't, that was just in me. I was never that type of person to do anybody else's laundry, working for somebody to do their laundry and clean their house and do their errands. I feel like you should be doing that yourself. Hallelujah. I mean, you can hire somebody to do it, but it just won't be me. It won't be me. I, I, no. No way. People, I had jobs where doing a housekeeping, I was like, it's no way. I'm out of here. Out of here. No way. Not doing that. <laughs> I had enough with these kids. <laughs> okay, I, I was everything with these kids. Teacher, mother, counselor, doctor, zoologist, Jesus. Acting like animals. All kinds. Scientists. Anything you could think of. In the field, I was that. My God. But most importantly, I was definitely a nurturer. I know so much about children. How they think. How can you relate to a child? And one thing I learned by walking with, I mean, by working with children. That they learn through their senses because they don't grab hold to no information that they don't, they can't store enough and they don't know how to store. So they, they relate and they respond through to their senses. That's why they always watching to see what's right and what's wrong. They need to know and they relate through their senses. If they're unhappy, they need something. They do what? They cry. And you, you know, come on. And I begin to observe. I had so many trainings, so many certifications. Oh my gosh. I have over 2,000 certifications. And each certification is over five plus clock credit hours. So you do the math on what degree you see. Hallelujah. I'm one of the women that have accomplished so much, but say so little. I don't have conversations with people who they call the big league, whatever you consider them as. I thought about the Jeffersons. Now we are up in the big league. 
I couldn't sing it off my morning voice. Jesus, blessed are you who could get up in the morning, straight out the bed and sing. My God, blessed are you. Blessed are you, my God. Brush my teeth, still not able to sing as good. Get out the bed. Hallelujah. But what I was saying, my point of making is, you don't have to sit there and explain everything that you have accomplished. I mean, it's okay if you do that. I'm not saying nothing wrong. You, I mean, you ought to be proud of yourself. But I'm just a woman who don't. There's nothing wrong with me not doing it. But if it comes up in a conversation, I will share with you information. Some people look at me and say, what have you done, Q? You're so powerful. I want to hear the things you've done. Baby, if you knew what I was sitting on, <laughs> hallelujah, what I accomplished, and I'm still young. I mean, throughout my entire life, Jesus. But God said, nothing goes unnoticed in his eyes. You don't have to go around telling people, I did this, I did that, I did. No, no, no. I know that I have a lot under my belt. A whole lot under my belt. To the point the people that wasn't supportive during the process somehow became very supportive of the outcome, of the glory that they wanted to be a part of. They don't want to be a part of the process. They want to be a part of the glory. Let me stand next to you. Let me get a picture with you. Let me go with you. I want to shine too. Come on. Shine. For you already shining. You're a child of God. Take it off of yourself. Take the spot off of yourself. Take the spotlight off of you. It's not about us. It's about God. God say everything that you do goes noticed. Nothing you do goes unnoticed. Hallelujah. So I thank you all for your time this morning. I love you so much. I pray that you receive something. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know you have. I thank God for you so much. <laughs> I want you to remember greater is he who's in us. Than he who is in the world. That glory feels so good, God. And it looks really good. God, I'm ready to step up and step out this morning. I'm ready to go. Where I'm going, God? Where I'm going today? What are we doing today? What are we doing today? Let me keep it cute. Hallelujah. Feeling myself. Feeling myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Supposed to be confident within yourself. If you're not, who? Uh, who going to do it for you? Does that mean that you big-headed? No, it doesn't. I'm not going to walk around with my head hung low in the glory of God. You tripping. Man, glory looks good. Feel good. Sound good. Everything good. You tripping. <laughs> I'd rather you walk beside me. Hallelujah. Be confident within yourself. Be proud of yourself. Be glad that you're still here. And that you are in a season. Jesus. In such a powerful, glorious season you are in. And I want you to enjoy every move God makes in your life. Hallelujah. Because I want you to also watch me enjoy mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The preparation is not easy. But it's all for the glory of God. I thought I was going to make one session without my phone going off today. Indeed not. Hallelujah. That's a prayer request. I love you guys so much. Enjoy your day. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he was in the world. You already healed in Jesus' name.